Welcome back to another episode of YouTube with the boys. Today we have a fantastic episode for you on Slime Sickle. From the earth I rise, and to the earth I one day will return. What's up, mother shuckers? My name is Colonel Cornelius Cornwall, and I'm here today to introduce you to... Corn! This is going to be a great episode. It was one of the most fun ones I have ever had researching. Slime Sickle, although I've heard of him, uh, I never watched his content, and it's amazing. He brings this new style that I had never really seen before. This pace of video, it uh, kind of stays with what you know. It kind of is uh, has a place with the original Let's Play, but it goes beyond that to feel like a, a different video altogether. So let's let's get right into it. So Slime Sickle kind of does. Uh, all types of different variations of content. He does a lot of majority of Minecraft, but plays almost every game out there. And he has a style that I have never really seen before. So, Slime Sickle, he what he what he does is I'm going to focus on. There are kind of two types of videos. Now, one is kind of this short, under 15 minutes, sometimes over. But usually on the shorter side, definitely under 20 minutes, kind of a fast-paced video. Where what what he'll do is he'll play like a large game, and then he'll take the best bits from that in a kind of... He'll take it and he'll mash it all into one ball of madness and humor. Which I have never really seen someone do before. Because one of, one of my big problems with YouTube... Is I am not the biggest like long let's play series type of person. Like of course you have like a I don't know funny Call of Duty funny like Overwatch funny Valorant round yeah I'll watch that funny Among Us round yeah I watch that maybe you play have some I don't know some uh, cool moments in a story game and you uh, edit it together okay but like the hour long like oh we're gonna complete this. Uh, story game chunk after chunk after chunk and I'm going to post these hour videos on my channel. I honestly get a little bit tired of that. It's it's not my favorite way to watch. I like YouTube in a, in a fast, snappy way that you can kind of, you know, binge videos fast, get all your content in for the day. So, like I probably I watch so much YouTube in a day. It's it's an unimaginable amount. I I don't want to look. But uh it's that that is generally dispersed. So I like it better when uh, I can like watch a quick 10-minute video, maybe like five 10-minute videos separately, rather than having to play and pause one one-hour-long video or like one 50-minute video. And I think I don't know if that's a personal preference. I honestly find it much better, and I think you'll probably keep attention spans longer. So I think it would be better, but I just prefer those types of videos. So, so what Slime Sickle will do is getting back to his content after I've said that is he takes these games where you would have usually a long style video or just one mission and he is able to edit it down in a way that it's almost like a highlight reel of sorts. So, so what he'll do is he'll, he'll show the best, the funniest, the greatest of those moments and combine them together. In a quick, fast-paced editing style, like uh, the different clips are, I'd say, like at most probably like ten seconds long, maybe like twenty seconds. So you're really not watching one section of the game for that long. 
So it's like snap, 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 moving, moving, moving. And uh, each kind of uh, bit uh, has its own humor. Hold forward and R2 to parkour. Kids, if you're looking to learn, it's that easy. Peter Parker? More like Peter 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 free running. So it, it's literally like a highlight reel. Sometimes you'll see like it's a cool moment. Sometimes he'll show a glitch. Sometimes he'll make a pun about something. But it's all really funny. And if like maybe you don't think something's funny, he immediately moves on. He doesn't give you a chance to click off. Which I think is a very impactful strategy. And it also gives you a taste for some of these games without having to go through like the slow hardship of just sitting in front of your computer screen for like two hours being like, oh, I could just be playing this game, but I could be, but I'm watching someone play this game. I think that's a distinction. The reason I think I like Let's Plays Fast and not edited like that is because it makes it a video. It is a difference. If it Obviously, there are live streams, which I'm, I think is a different breed altogether. But in a video long Let's Play, I was watching a video, and then there was watching someone play a video game. Now, I think some of the longer Let's Plays tend to be watching someone play a video game, where like when you watch the shorter ones, it's more of a video, and he does that phenomenally. All of a sudden, you have this bit, and then that bit, and then this bit, and they're all kind of like flashy visuals on the screen, and he does really well of like kind of pointing in on what he's laughing at, because a lot of them did to do with uh, the hilarity of the game, different bugs, or just how the NPCs are acting, and he brings your attention to them very quickly, like it's not hard to follow, and then he moves it away. He's able to, in his editing style, switch focus very well, which is hard to do. Because obviously you do want to get invested in some things. But I'll get back to the idea of being invested because he's also good at that. But he kind of gets you immersed into the feeling of what it's like playing one of these games. But then you don't have to sit through the boring parts. There's always action. There's always something going on, always something funny. But I will bring back honor. My sword is my brush. And I'm a poet. And my arm is my sword. And my poem is my blade. And blood is my ink. And my sword is a blade. That's a fact. And now I shall restore honor. Bruh. Actually, screw honor. Now I'm sneaky and use all the dirty tricks in the book, including my fart bomb. And some of it is honestly the dumbest stuff. He, he, what is he a master of doing is he loves puns and, it, and it's so funny to watch because he, he makes the stupidest jokes but then somehow is able to frame it in a way where it seems like the funniest thing and I mean I guess I like puns too so I don't know if I can make that generalization for everybody but it is super super funny the way he does it he just picks out the smallest things maybe that you would miss without like watching back replay i can't look at myself every day in the mirror okay in fact i can't look at anyone in the mirror are you in fact i can't look at mirrors oh my god what's on your face what's on your face pair of glasses take them off take them off they're there the the light is so are you afraid of reflection is that what's going on here i don't want to think about it ted you don't want to think about reflections because then i'd have to reflect on it now now the question i was asking myself the whole time while watching these 
is his commentary is always like spot on in the sense that like he'll be like oh thank god i finally finished the fight and i could just go home to my nice family and then like a random stray arrow will come and kill the character so obviously he must in some circumstances come back in and record like the voiceover for certain bits he finds that are funny. Now, I don't know what I'm wondering is, is his strategy. It's it has to be very fascinating because there are multiple ways you could do this. I mean, what you could do is kind of live commentate along the whole thing, and then if you actually like make some funny quip during the middle of the game, uh, you know, you could take that and uh just put that straight in you could just play the game you know mark down the funny parts yeah so you're like oh well uh 20 minutes into this recording uh i had like a really funny bit where like a horse trampled me blah 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 uh and then do it that way or you could just kind of scrub through your footage and looking for the funny moments but no matter what he has to be going through a massive 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 amount of uh like video the word you're looking for is footage just content because it it seems like it's got to be like these games are hours long so if he's recording every second of them it would be even more impressive if he does have voice over the whole time so he sifts through that and says oh did i actually know what was going on at this moment and then if he does he leaves it in and he's like no okay then i need to re-record it it seems like it's got to be uh, a long editing process and a long film taking process to just take all that from all those games because these are not small games. Like one was a Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. One was uh, Dark Souls he kind of did. That was a longer video though. I don't think that fits into the category. One was a, a Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. Another one was, I'm trying to think of all the good ones. Oh, uh, Goat, the, the Ghost Samurai game, I don't know the exact name. That was another one he did. So, like, these are not short games. This is not like, oh, I took the, the funniest moments in my round of Call of Duty and commentated over them. These are, like, large pieces you would have to play through. And to only, like, cherry-pick the best out of it, obviously that's what's going to make his videos so good. I don't think his upload schedule is the most consistent. But it definitely adds this extra flair to it and that was an og fan i or a long time fan i get you could probably be annoyed because like i got to go there and i just cut to binge content because i had never seen it but if you're waiting that may become annoying but it's like when you know it's coming it's going to be it's going to be a good one the best youtuber i can compare it to is a favorite on the channel who i've talked about the first episode which is michael reeves so michael reeves when he makes robots it's a few and far between video you're going to get one like every four months maybe six months but when it comes, you know it's going to be very good. And I think that would probably be the better way to describe those long videos. Like, obviously, he's got to play through the full game, find the best moments, edit it all, and all of that. But when you when it comes out, you know it's going to be a banger. You know it's going to be a great video. And he does it so well in a way I've never seen before. Like, I've never seen, I don't want to repeat myself, I've never seen such big games shrunk down. And to have it in that kind of bite-sized portion that you can kind of get a sense of a game super fast like that, 
is truly remarkable, and I have to applaud him for that. It was something I had never really experienced on the platform before, and, like, I don't know how to even grapple with it other than saying, like, I wish more people kind of made this. It takes a lot of time, but I think it's worth it to, as, as, a, as a viewer perspective. Now we're going to move on to a different style of video. His other style of video can only be described as cinematic masterpieces. Grizzly plays, you currently stand trial in front of the entire council for making the diamond pickaxe do a squeaky noise. We struggled so hard for so long for diamonds and they don't work. Now, I don't mean to overreact here, but I think this is a war crime and we vote Grizzly off the council. Now, I have just gone and told you that I am not a fan of long videos. That, that's what I just said, literally seconds ago. Seconds ago, I said, no, I, I'm not a big, the biggest fan of it. Uh, big, I'm not the biggest fan, I can't speak, of long videos. And I don't like them. I like to watch, you know, portioned up. Well, he changed that too. He managed to make the long videos I don't like shorter. He'd also pull me into his own long videos. And that is because of the cynic... Cinematic masterpieces, as I said, that he makes. He has made some videos that are an hour long. And I have sat down and finished them to the end. I mean, part of it, I gotta be honest, is because I, I do want to research. That That is, you know, something I have to do. I'm, I'm pulled in that way. But another part of it is because it was gripping. It was really good. I didn't know what was going on and I wanted to see what happened. One of the, the most recent upload, which is which is two months ago at this point, and it's called uh, The Hardest Minecraft Difficulty. It is an hour and one minute long. I watched the full thing. Maybe I skipped here and there, but very little. It's so good. He and uh, uh, like four other friends, I think one's Grizzly, one's Brixley. Uh, I said that wrong. And one's, uh, insert name. Condifiction. Also, Mac it's pronounced Bisley. And this guy expects us to believe he researches. I'm sorry, I forgot your name. But, uh, and he does kind of this Minecraft of the hardest difficulty. And what happens is they're each kind of uh, designated different parts of the game. Like, uh, Charlie gets crafting, someone gets nature, someone gets the nether in the end. And then, uh, someone gets, uh, maybe mobs. So they're all designated these these different parts of the game and then what they do is they took three months three months to all make them <laughs> uh like different to just change them up make them hard just make them the weirdest things possible and then they all did that and they met back up and then it seems like a normal video this seems like any any video i had seen before you know friends getting together Oh, they're making, like, the hardest Minecraft. Okay, you know, that's understandable. Uh, I get all of that. And then the plot thickens. There becomes suddenly this plot where they're gods. I don't want to spoil it. Like, that's how much of a movie it is to me. I don't want to spoil it. And then they're sorting things out and blaming each other. And there's the uh, tension in between the group of them. And you want to see what happens. Like, oh my god, what's what's going to happen next? And now I have no... I mean, I feel like obviously some of this is scripted. 
but he is really good on his feet, and I wanted to watch that video till the damn end. It was super good. A bunch of people said on that video, which is two uploads, oh, guys, don't worry. He's just making another movie, and it's true. He did the music was good. Everything was very good. And there were callbacks to other videos. It almost feels like he's creating like a slime sickle cinematic universe. Because one of his most viewed videos, other than uh, quick pause moment, Corn, which has 16 million views, which is uh, 42 seconds long, which I don't know why it is a great video, but it is just a video called Corn. But it is Minecraft, but there's uh, but every five minutes there's a natural disaster. And that is uh, only a 20 minute video, but has 12 million views. And uh, that one, again, it feels like any any regular Minecraft video that you have seen. Like, just like the normal type of stuff. Oh, it's friends. Okay, they're probably going to do natural disasters, you know. Oh, there's probably going to be like a, you know, a tornado. They're going to, like, run inside. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Again, it turns it into this whirlwind, pun intended. I feel like I had to throw a pun in there with Charlie. Whirlwind. Whirlwind of emotions and it sweeps you up and he kind of I don't know the improv within it he seems to bring out the best in people too I saw Schlatt in a dramatic role I Schlatt is in that video and he's the one doing the natural disasters I have never seen Schlatt in anything but kind of an ironic sense just making fun of people being a funny person, maybe on the Dream SMP, he I played it up a little, but still, he was kind of like play the role of like rude and belligerent there. It's almost like Charlie put Schlatt, Slime Sickle's name is Charlie, by the way. Charlie put Schlatt in like an acting role. All of a sudden, Schlatt was this cold and calculating god trying to destroy everybody. Hey. Oh, hey. Oh, no. Hey. What have you got there? Apple. Oh no. Eat. We're not gonna fall for this shit again, um, guys. I'm kinda, Charlie, I'm kinda dying of hunger if you could just. Oh yeah, of course. I got this apple, actually. That was awesome. Thank you. Alright, I'll see you. That's like the nicest thing he's done for us. <laughs> what a nice guy. What the? It was uh, brought up questions about, you know, life itself. I had no idea what was going on, but I wanted to watch more. And to, to see this range of someone who is able to do these short, snappy, like, two-second bit videos, as well as this amazing, long-form, uh, tied-up-your-emotions video, is incredible. There, There is no other way to describe it than it's incredible. He has done a fantastic job. And I think when you have a creator with this much range and uh, this much creative energy, like, obviously the name's creator, but I can describe him as creative. It seems like that every video I feel like has a direction, which is a hard sense to get for a lot of creators. To find it in a way so that all of your videos are kind of pointed in one, I mean, they all don't have to be the same direction. But he's almost able to keep like an ongoing theme through his videos. Which I think is able to keep you there. Because you are pulled in. Once you like start the video, you eventually like, within the first two minutes you get this feeling. 
And, and with this feeling, you know, like, oh, like, this is what video it's kind of going to be. And then he keeps it consistently through the editing style and through the improv. And he just does a fantastic job. They're great. Now, this this also leads to another point where I wanted to talk about Subsicle. He is fantastic in collaboration. I've seen a team up with... Uh, variety of different creators he has a very uh funny podcast with schlatt and ted nifison ted nifison i really recommend that one it's called the chocolate sandwich podcast uh go to that one after you finish this but uh basically he interacts fantastic with people like schlatt and ted he is very funny with them he is able to take this role where i think like i just said he plays to where the content's going. Ted, uh, it's a nightlight, though. So I have a nightlight in my office. So there's nice. another piece of little... Uh, that's a mammo for you right there. You can make fun that's of me for having cool. a nightlight. No, no, light. no. I'm not, I'm not going to make fun of you for having a nightlight. Oh, oh, what the fuck? So, We're not going to people... stoop to your level, Ted. Yeah, Ted. What is on. my level? Ted Ted really just said, be as rude as, as I am to you. You know? You're a, you're a, you're a sick beast. You're, you're, like, a, a you're sick like a feral... Beast? You're like a feral hog running amok. You're a feral hog? Feral hog running around. Oh, my God. The West Coast, amongst all the other feral hogs that live there. Oh, I know. This That's is all re- it is. That's all it is. It's just Bunch feral, of feral hogs, hogs. and zip-up zip up suits. Yep, yep. I'm just at a loss for words. A lot of people kind of get stuck in this, this factor of... Uh, Oh, I'm always the bad guy. I'm always the good guy. I'm always the rage guy. And yeah, like, you may argue, like, what do you mean he's just playing cod? But you know, there are kind of things people fall into, these slots that make them the, their videos entertaining. It's like a, a form or a structure. Oh, like, I'm going to be really good probably, and then there's going to be, like, one guy that's, like, annoying him, and then he's going to, like, 360 no scope him. Oh, he's going to rage the whole time. His teammates are going to call him bad. Then he's going to single-handedly clutch. A lot of times there's a formula. And I think what Charlie is able to do is he is able to change his role where he is very well. He's able to kind of sense what other people do and I think their structures and able to bounce off that, fling himself around which if you're a Slime Tickle fan, that may be funny to you because he has this dream of flinging himself into things at high speeds and not getting hurt. Don't know why. Don't question it. But he's able to fling himself kind of around, feel feel the room, feel the call, the Discord call, per se, and then create this uh, persona that's going that way. This mindset for the video that is forward in what the other creator is doing. And this is evident in his own videos, which I think he takes usually a more pivotal role. But it's also evident in other people's videos. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think, I don't know how long he's actually spent. But he's kind of recently become more involved with the Dream SMP people. I saw him go on the Dream SMP once. And then I saw him on a server with, I think... uh, like Wilbur, and uh, he also beat the game with Ranboo, which is a very great video. But he kind of 
has interacted with any single like I've never not seen good chemistry with slime sickle and that is the best way I could put it. What's uh, your downside? Me... <laughs> What's... Can you read it out when you get in just for my chat? My just... downside is that I work too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm just, I'm just what makes you what makes you the wrong person for this company? Uh, well, you see, I guess my biggest negative is that I'm just too good. I guess I'm just too um, honest is my is my biggest problem. Yeah, it's always a big problem. Um, yeah. So and I'm and I'm too honest about working too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just too honest. Like sometimes you see people and they don't they don't exactly work. It's just it happens sometimes. The dynamic is off and they don't work. It's like you could they could be your two favorite creators. But like it, it, I loved when PewDiePie played with like uh Toast and Ray and Saikuno and all that. And it was fun to see. But it it was not they were not in their wheelhouse together. They were not in a position where I think they would have thrived content wise other than the fact that PewDiePie is playing with Saikuno. Now, I think with Charlie, is he is always able to sense the content that is being created and then make it. And he does it incredibly well. And that that's what I would say is almost a crowning achievement on him. He has this creative directive in his own mind and is also able to follow other people's. And it makes him amazing. I wish I learned about him more. And I think he's a great person to watch. If you want to see a change of sorts uh, in YouTube content. Because yeah, you, it is different than regular person playing video games. And that is the only point that I think I can just beat in over and over and over. He's a great creator. And I hope you enjoy him. I think that he should be taking lessons from him. He's always nice. He's always great and genuine in everywhere I've seen him. Obviously, he was involved in a little of a lunch club, which sucks. But I think he handled that incredibly well as well. Incredibly well, too. He has always been a stand-up guy in every situation I have seen him when Just go support Slime Sickle. That's all I can say. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, I really appreciate all the support uh, you have been uh, giving me recently. I love making this YouTube content. I think it's so fun. I just think it's awesome. I love it. Now, I'm trying to get some guests on, honestly. I got some things in motion, but it's like uh, David trying to catch Goliath. Maybe I'll hit it at some point, but it feels very unlikely at the moment, but I'm going to keep on swinging for you guys because I really want to get an interview and talk to like a YouTuber. I think that'd be really sick. That's where I want that's where I want the channel to go. But thank you for your support. Uh, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.